Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I heard, I heard you getting yelled at, but then I, then you yeah. went out. Okay, it good. seemed it seemed pretty aggressive. Not as aggressive as my grandfather. Like at least you have to look forward to you could this could still be happening sixty years from now because <laughs> when I went to pick up my grandfather for the jet game, he was wearing green on green. Not exactly a style icon, Howard Wieneker. Yeah. Like giant green pants and a green shirt. Not even jets, yeah. just like and yeah. his wife, not my grandmother, was shrieking like nobody this is like house on fire shrieking. For him to change his pants, which is like a big effort, because he's he's like now not moving so quickly anymore. Yeah. So I had to like go get him a pair of dungarees, as she was calling them. Yeah. So I'll I'll be yelled at for the next sixty years. Sixty years, me? like if you're lucky, if she if she lets you stay <laughs> around until the sweet release of death. Until yeah, and she's for sure gonna like she's for sure gonna live way longer than you. So especially yeah. now that you're getting fat. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. I feel like we're 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 basking in the glow of post serial tournament uh, haze. People, you know, we, I, I feel like we have peaked as a, as a human species, not just as a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to give a shout out. Our Facebook group has been on fire lately. Uh, first of all, Jeff Peskin came in and told like an MVP story about Earl Campbell attending his bar mitzvah in Houston in 1982. Okay, that was gold. I thought. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, speaking of gold, actually, Ari Gold, uh, also in the Facebook group, recognized Earl Campbell's address based on the telegraph that Jeff Peskin had posted an image of. Yeah, and and chimed in that apparently he knows that house in Houston, even though he's from. Oh Miami. yeah, he like knows the person who lives there. Yeah, Houston. Uh, yeah. A million people live there, but it's a small town. It's like Manha- the Manhattan okay. of Seinfeld, I guess. Is Houston. Okay. Um, yeah, the serial tournament, as you said, was huge in the Facebook group. Uh, to me, the MVP, of course, is Jim Crumley because we have identical tastes. He, I don't know if you saw this. He introduced the brilliant concept of breakfast cereal dessert. What's that? So he has like two bowls, two to three bowls of a healthier flake, like honey bunches or something like that mm-hmm. every morning. And then for dessert, he has a small bowl of granola on top of that. So he's eating so four you have bowls like a, of cereal for breakfast. That's not like a that's a novel concept, Jim Crumley. That's insane. No, 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 I'm, no, no, no. I'm talking. Well, first of all, that's about how much I eat. But you eat four bowls of <laughs> no, cereal. No, I'm talking about like. I, I mean, how many do you have at a sitting? I try and I try the minimum. No, I try and have two. But yeah, but you're like in shape. I'm I'm like always being yelled at. For <laughs> uh, can I tell you how not in shape I am? I've had three strangers tell me in mm-hmm. the last month that I'm really fat. Yeah, but that's what you could say to someone who's like eight pounds overweight. People wouldn't say it to me because it would no, no, be no. rude as hell. 
you don't say that to somebody you don't know because it's an insane thing to say. But um, first, my uh, my brother-in-law's wife, so I guess my sister-in-law. Said no, not me. your sister-in-law. And, this, this is yeah. canon on 32 <laughs> fans. It's not your sister And she's uh, she's Israeli, so Oh, she whatever. can say whatever she wants to whoever she wants. Yeah, Fine. chalked up to that. Then um, I have this um, Canadian cousin who has never gotten married, a confirmed bachelor, as mm, we say. Yeah. He's like my dad's cousin. Okay. And, you know, Everyone you might suspect the reasons why yeah, a man yeah, of a certain got age never gotten sure, married. Sure. What? Everyone's got one of those. Yeah. Um, and I, I, But I think I know the reason why he never got married, and it's actually a totally different reason. It's because he saw me at a, at a family bar mitzvah in September, the first time we'd seen each other in a couple of years, and he said, he said, boy, you really filled out since the last time I saw you. Which is like a year ago at my sister's wedding, like or my brother's wedding. Like I don't look that different. So I sort of said self-deprecatingly, like, yeah, uh, you know, I got to lose a couple pounds. And he's like, well, you're not overweight. Well, you're not that overweight. <laughs> Yikes. And this is a guy I've seen like five times in my life. And then yesterday I was going to a wedding, and so we had a babysitter who used to work for us in the city. I haven't seen her in a couple of years. And she looks really good. She lost a lot of weight. So I saw her. I said, boy, you look really good. And she said, yeah, I lost a lot of weight. And then she paused and she says, it looks like you put it all on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gordito. And this is a person who's trying to get paid by me. Yeah. What is happening in my life? Yeah. So I'm glad. And then my parents are constantly fat shaming me, but that's like a constant in my life. My parents are like, my parents' goal is to make all their kids anorexic. And they succeeded uh, partly. So with one of them anyway. So anyway, not to tell tales out of school. But anyway. Um, I did like the idea, though, of breakfast cereal for dessert after having, like, a slightly healthier breakfast cereal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I also like, uh, you know, I also like Jim Jim Crumley, obviously, because he was correct about granola being the most enjoyable cereal to eat. But Yeah, you died on the granola hill. It didn't work. Um, yeah, I acknowledge I'm not. I'm going to be in the minority in that. Look, I'm, 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 I'm used to being a minority. I'm, you know, I'm a Jew. I'm from Minnesota. I live in New York. I'm a Vikings fan. So people so. from Minnesota are minorities? Vikings well, in New York they are. Um, in New York they are. Yeah. The um, I support the political party that you know is in the minority in all three branches of government, despite getting more votes in every election, because <laughs> that's how our brilliant system works. You, um, <laughs> but one other thing from Zero Tournament that I'm not sure came out, like came through on air, yeah. is just how much Jonah ate. Like Jonah had a full bowl of cereal uh, with, for all thirty-two for all, bowls, but yeah. like sixty-two times. Like if you told me he ate sixty-two bowls of cereal, I would believe you because yeah. he was constantly three bowls behind. Like, like something. And his be, babysitter thinks he's looking great. Some, <laughs> something would be eliminated, and he'd still be eating it because he would yeah. refuse the commitment. Yeah, he would refuse to like just spill it out. He was he kept eating until the bowl was finished. So that that really, um, you know that that I don't know if that came through, but that that was fun. And so the other thing we have to discuss before we get into sports is people want to know what's next. What bracket should we do next? So do you have any ideas? Because we have three or four sort of top-line ideas people have sent us so far. Well, here's what's actually curious to me. Why is there no kosher soup restaurant, either in New York or in Israel? It's too, that serves it's only too, soups. Yeah, I think it's too niche. Like, just soup. I mean, there aren't a lot of, like, just soup, not kosher restaurants, because it's niche. So kosher just soup is too niche. Like why? they used to have like I mean, only pickles on the Lower East Side, but even that stuff is probably has probably why there's there's at least two only pickles kosher restaurants that I know about in New York. There's one on the Upper East Side. Yeah, but they're like small they serve nothing but pickles. And they just like make the pickles, and it's probably part of. Uh... Yeah, but I'm saying if that can survive, why can't a soup restaurant survive? In the Soup Nazi episode, it's not like he has some massive like you know right s- street. Front. Well, it wouldn't be in Manhattan. It's a hole in the Manhattan. Wall. One of the things I I've realized at, you know when I was in New York this past week. The Manhattan food kosher food situation is just abominable at this point. It's been it's not great. It's yeah. been so far surpassed by the five towns in Teaneck and Brooklyn. Brooklyn's number one. The 
But there is 20 restaurants in the five towns I'd rather go to than like the best one in in Manhattan. Same thing with Teaneck. Um, Manhattan is like the Wichita of co- of like regular. No, food Manhattan is the better best part of New York. Like that's a terrible take. No, every no Brooklyn definitely has better kosher food than than Manhattan. Well, I mean, I never go to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, so I don't yeah. Know much much better. No, I mean like, the ge- the general issue. The general issue with kosher restaurants is there's a lack of diversity, and I think the reason is because the expense that you're committing to opening a restaurant. Yeah, but now, like, well, now multiply that safe. by Manhattan, and and it yeah. Is. So I'm just going to play it stay, safe and yeah. serve steak, and then also sushi because Jews require sushi at all restaurants. It's it's bad. So anyway, um, yeah. Um, can we talk? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So I have um one of my sons who's three is in a carpool with a bunch of fourth and fifth graders for oh, some wow. reason. Yeah. And so um I drove He's carpool a lot on of Fridays. Bad words probably. Well, I'll tell you what he's learning. One of these kids complained that his parents are limiting him to three hours of Fortnite a night. Now, first of all, you get home from school like four or five o'clock. You go to bed at like eight or nine. Like, I, I don't understand how three hours is a limit. It's like, yeah, it's like twenty minutes of homework, Fortnite with yeah, dinner in the middle. That seems insane. Maybe uh, uh, so I don't Fortnite. understand this Fortnite thing. Yeah. You know, are your are your girls into Fortnite? No, Fortnite seems to be predominantly male. Like eighty. Well, there's a girl 90%. in our in our um, carpool, and she's fortnighting it. Yeah, also. I think it's it's not exclusively male, but it appears. To, I think if you go into a a class and ask the boys in any sixth grade up through twelfth grade in any city in any city in the world, if you go into Prague, if you go to Berlin, if you go to like uh, Adi Ababa, like you like everyone's gonna be playing. Every boy's gonna be playing Fortnite. Not as many of the girls. Yeah. So my kids like know what it is. My girls know like the dances and stuff. But your but boys are too young. My boys are way too, well. Yeah, my boys are younger than yours, so they definitely don't yeah. know Fortnite yet. And yeah. uh, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think they're gonna play it. But they are you at all like, like in in terms of your parenting? Like, is basically like, is your wife taking both roles? Like, what are you doing? Are you like strict? Are you disciplinary? Are you just like who's you the know, good what's cop and who's the bad cop? Yeah, I don't. In my in my head, she's both. <laughs> she's definitely the bad cop. They know I'm more of a sucker. Like sometimes they'll pull like. Like, hey, you know, like, can I do this? And and I'll be like, ask your mother. Yeah. And like, clearly, they've already asked. They're just trying to get a second opinion, and then yeah. go back with a second opinion. Yeah. Well, you're not as bad as Bill Simmons, obviously. I no, mean, no, I think I'm the good cop. I think I'm most of the time the good cop. <laughs> Did you listen to his podcast this morning? I haven't heard it yet. I know people want us to do okay. Parent Corner about the Parent Corner. Yeah, he bragged about taking his fifth grader to a hip hop concert, and the kid got high, and you know, a bunch of other stuff. Like, <laughs> and he thinks he's cool. Like, he's bragging about this. Like, he's proud of it. It's like insane. He he literally got high. I don't understand. Well, his son thought he got high, but he, but the point is, Bill Simmons is joking about it. No, he wasn't smoking, but I guess the implication is from secondhand smoke. Oh, okay. And what kind of concert did he go to? It was it was Migos and and Drake. Yeah, I mean, eleven years old is pretty young for just about any concert. Yeah. Any concert that's not. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past Bill Simmons to smoke with his son at eleven to try and become cool because it seems like he's like obsessed with with this like teenage idea of being cool. With well, his kids. people grow it's up kind of obviously better. much quicker in Manhattan and in Los Angeles than any other place. Yeah, but it also has to do with the parents, and when you have like this absentee parent who like starves his kids when they don't score goals in right. soccer. Yeah, people but didn't then... like that one. The, 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 yeah. the starving, the starving the kid for not scoring. All right, let, let's let's get to the topic at hand today. All okay. right, the NBA season is starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We are going to discuss the NBA a little bit here. Okay, so before we get started, uh, there was a lot of requests on the Facebook group for us to bring back the NBA survivor pool that we had last year. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that exactly. We wanted to mix it up a little bit. We are going to have an NBA pool. The way it's going to work, and you and I are still working out the details, but we're basically going to make a whole bunch of prop bets. Mm-hmm. 
And there'll be like things over the course of the whole season. So it's like, you know, which is the last team to lose a game? So that, that's something you have to follow the first couple weeks of the year. It'll be, you know, what player will score the most points in the NBA in the month of December? You know, who's going to win NBA uh, All-Star Game MVP? Like, it'll be things that the entire season you have something to follow every week. But there'll be a whole bunch of props over the course of the season. You'll fill out your form uh, before the season starts. And then you'll get points over the season and we'll track it that way. Mm-hmm. So we'll post this in the Facebook group also. But if you're not in the Facebook group and you're interested and you're listening to this, message us uh, on Twitter, Keith26 or Chester 99 and we'll send you the details. Yeah, I'll post it on, on Twitter. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but yeah, we have to get that up uh, quickly because the, yeah, starts the season starts tomorrow. Maybe so, yeah, it's possible we, we could give, because like, there's only two games Tuesday night. Like If it's really going slow, we could uh, maybe make the Yeah, we could do it a couple games. In the, yeah, we um, might do that to give people a chance. All right. And, and then hopefully like three Warriors will be out for the year the first night and it will really change the pool. People have to repick and stuff. Yeah. It's been a dark off season for both of our teams, especially, you know, it's gotten worse lately. Yeah, this was clearly the worst off season in Spurs history. It's certainly since I uh, started rooting for them in 1990. I, it's been miserable. And, and then, you know, obviously the Kawhi thing I thought was a disaster. I thought they should have just shed salary and not, not tried to rebuild with DeRozan, which, you know, keep, you know, DeRozan and LaMarcus keeps you near the playoff hunt. But certainly doesn't make you a contender, or even one player away in the modern NBA from being a contender. So I wanted them to just, you know, get rid of Patty Mills' bad contract, maybe get rid of Powell's uh, buyout for next year. And so they trade for DeRozan, fine. At least they're a playoff team. But then DeJounte Morey, clearly their third best player, gets injured. And yeah, but you had no third best player last year, and it didn't hurt you. Right, So, but so. they were a playoff team, because they were better than last year. Quite played eight or nine games last year, and now DeRozan is going to play, and... and even though they lost Kyle Anderson, like, okay, and they lost Parker and Ginobili, who who gave them something last year, both of them. But so fine, you're talking yourself into Jonte Mario, who's going to be first-team All-NBA defense, and <laughs> people were, I'm like, he, he, the only reason it wasn't last year was because, like, you have to sort of make the second team first, you have to be, like, initiated. Okay, okay. And then, and so then he gets hurt, and then people say, well, Derek White was the first-round pick last year, same thing as DeJounte, big point guard, probably, you know, maybe a better shooter, played amazing in 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 uh in summer league and then in preseason and then now he's out for like six weeks so there and the spurs do this weird thing where when the starter gets injured no other team in the league does this when the starter gets injured the third stringer becomes a starter because they don't like messing with the chemistry of the bench always they always do this doesn't so, seem like a great idea. It's they've always done it. That doesn't mean that they it's always. It's like how play. Ron Garden Garden Hire would always have his lineup based on position. So like, if Joe Maurer was injured, well then the backup catcher who's garbage is going to bat third because you can't like switch the line. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But he doesn't like yeah. messing. He likes developing chemistry with the bench. So Patty Mills, who by the way is trash, isn't going to start. So now Bryn Forbes, who you, you even... once claimed he was better than Ricky Rubio a couple of years ago. Well, Patty Mills was good, but the short as we've established, like short guards age incredibly poorly. He's really short. Yeah. And that's it for him at this point. He was bad last yeah. year. He's in year two of a $48 million contract. It's uh, not- this is not a Spurs podcast. We'll get to the Spurs. So, how right, about so this? Here, I've that's done my Spurs my, take. That's my Spurs I've done take. my NBA power rankings, my preseason power rankings. Uh-huh. Okay. I have the Spurs and the Timberwolves right next to each other, actually. So we'll get to them uh, you know, somewhere in the middle. Okay. So you want to count down from 30, but I don't want to spend too much yeah. time on the bad teams because the NBA, the bad teams are relevant. In fact, the second yeah. best team is irrelevant in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a problem for the last few years. Um, should we briefly discuss football, or we'll discuss football at the end? Let's discuss football at the end. We'll we'll pick we'll okay. pick games at the very end. Okay. All right. So uh, number thirty to me is the Atlanta Hawks. It seems like a big mistake. They're building around Trey Young, who is exciting, but probably is not going to be good. Do you want to guess who the most expensive player on the Atlanta Hawks is? Uh, uh Dwayne Dedman. Now he's fourth. It's a uh, Kent Bazemore. 
Okay. And uh, Jeremy Lin. They're combining to make over $30 million a year. So I would say that's not ideal. That's not going to be a winning team. Not great. Yeah. How many All games right, do you so think So we're they moving win? on. Yeah, we don't need to waste time with them. Uh, Trey Young, probably going to be a bust. Would you agree with that? I'm a little nervous about Trey Young. I wouldn't go that bust, but people are very excited about John Collins. I'd say that's the bright spot right now. Prince and Collins is an interesting forward duo. John Collins was good in fantasy in the playoffs because he was getting like two blocks a game. So yeah, He's going to be useful in fantasy this year. Yeah, but he's not really useful the way the NBA is played. But to me, like, Trey Young is going to be what Buddy Heald is, which is unless you are the Sacramento Kings, not good. And if you're the Sacramento Kings, then you think he's the next Steph Curry. Um, Sacramento Kings are coming up very quickly in our power rankings as well. Number 29 to me is the Knicks. Uh, Chris Stapp's probably going to sit, you know, at least till January recovering. And there's really no reason to bring him back at all, honestly. Yeah, uh, even if they're doing well, like, who cares? They're not going to make the playoffs, but even if they were, like, in playoff contention, that should have no bearing on rushing him back I mean, in one game. Who, who, who does this team have? It's like, you know, some people are a little high on Kevin Knox. Yeah, we'll Pete, see, and but. Ennis Cantor has been getting the preseason press to tell you what's going on there. Uh, uh, Frank well, Ennis Cantor puts up numbers, but he plays yeah. defense about as well as you I'm just saying, if I he's do, getting the press, so. like, uh, Frank Nicolicana, I never pronounce his name right. Yeah, he can't shoot um, at all. Yeah, yeah uh, Knox people were excited about, but now they're already less excited about, like, Hazonia. I don't. I, yeah. Courtney Lee, Hardaway Jr. It's it's a lot of backups. This whole team is backups. Yeah, not good. All right, uh, number twenty eight to me is the aforementioned Sacramento Kings. I don't know if there's a more and my team might be in the running, but is there a front office that just does not know what the hell they're doing more than the Kings? You mean because like they joke. keep taking pictures of like their draft board? <laughs> it keep, happens like, so many times. Twice. How <laughs> does that happen? Once, like everyone. How does that happen more than once? It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, Body people are excited like, about Harry Giles. He's getting buzzed. Don, Darren Fox, I do think will have a better year. Uh, they have Vivek the is just the classic example of the guy who thinks he's so smart. Yeah. I've personally given up figuring out which Bogdanovich is which. I don't know about you. Yeah, because they spell it exactly the same, and like they're both like always on your fantasy uh, waivers list. Right? I think they're brothers, but they complete Pete for different countries. Wait, are they actually brothers? I, I, I think they might be brothers. How can I, you have brothers with the same first names? No, they're not. They don't have the same first name. It's like Bojan it's, and Bojan. It's one letter off. Yeah, it's one letter they're, off. Are they? Bro- you know are they not I don't want to know. Are they not related at all? I'm. I'm not googling it. I'm not searching on Wikipedia. I don't want to know. I'm assuming Bogdanovich is like Smith over there, and I don't even know where over there be. is. And also, the, the, the Baltic, like the Serbian the countries, the, Croatia, no, the Serbian countries Serbia, break up like so that. often that like it's yeah. normal for hard, hard to keep track. Yeah, he's not related to Bojan. Uh, okay. Yeah, they were brothers. Yeah, uh, Zebo is still on this team for some reason. Still starting. I don't understand what the hell. I mean, doing. that's I mean, depressing for him. Yeah, but, yeah. but but Vince Carter was on the Hawks. We didn't mention that. That's even more depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vince Carter got to respect. He keeps turning oh, yeah. it out. He'll I throw mean, it on. Like, he'll throw it on one crazy dunk a year. His veteran millions minimum's got to be like two million dollars at this point. Yeah. Like that's a nice. You know, the guy's got to have so much money if he yeah. didn't waste it. So Akiva, I, I can assume you've never dunked a basketball, right? <laughs> well, I yeah. just think because like the fact I mean, that Vince like Carter can dunk dykes. at forty Why, is like you ever very. Imp- well, I could dunk like a women's basketball. I couldn't dunk like a full size ball because I couldn't palm it. Uh huh. But I used to be able to dunk like a like a women's basketball. And um, if I said now, I could like, dunk, like like your head, <laughs> I hope would have exploded. Like <laughs> Warren Sapp can dunk, hoop. so who knows? Anything's like I possible. can't dunk on a who can dunk? What'd you say, Warren Sapp? Yeah, I know he's like a Hall of Fame Warren, athlete. So Warren that's Sapp is six foot three. I'm he's so much taller than me. Oh yeah, you're also short. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Sorry, this is the most just, the insane point, conversation. The, this the point is like, like the point is like now can you, can you when I play basketball, I can't even get close to the rim, and so the idea that a guy at, now obviously you know my dunking prowess was not as good as Vince Carter's, but the idea that anybody's dunking at forty and like he throws down like hard dunks, like Jordan at fifty can like barely dunk. So Vince Carter is a 
in very good shape, I think, for a guy his age. So why not keep playing basketball, right? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Basketball's fun. It's not like I baseball guess. that's boring that you sit on the bench every day. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right, okay, so uh, no, number, number 27 on my list is the Brooklyn Nets. So this apparently, like, they finally got a draft pick next year, so they actually might have a reason to want to tank. But this is a team that never does want to tank. You know, this is a team who traded for, like, Alan Crabb, who was going to pay $20 million a year. So, um, Daniel Russell, Russell Crabb, the, the Timberwolves, Carroll, Hollis, like, the, and Jared Jimmy Allen. Butler said he wanted to go to this team, and Brooklyn wouldn't trade Karis LeVert, which yeah. is just boggles the mind. That does boggle the mind. Yeah. I, I, want, I want to rant about uh, Jimmy Butler, but I'll wait till we get to the Timberwolves. So, so that's number 27. Number okay. 26 is another team that, to me, other than Sacramento, doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, that's the Phoenix Suns. Last year when I posted on Twitter, like, my should-be all-star team or something like that, yeah. I had some, uh, some, some woman respond to me and say, well, what about Devin Booker? Why is Devin Booker not an all-star? And I was like, because Devin Booker is a one-skill person who is on a terrible team and isn't even, like, wouldn't make an all-star if there were 25 spots on the roster. And then she went nuts at me. She's like, oh, he scored 70 points in a game. Like, so whatever. Uh, he's not exciting. Way, even in, like, fantasy, like, you could, he's, like, semi-available in one of my leagues. Nothing worse than hearing people with, like, really bad ignorant sports sex. Like, in Shul, I sit behind these guys who always, I was listening to this inane conversation about how the Giants, all the Giants need is a quarterback, and then they are a Super Bowl contender. Right. Now, are you the type of person when you hear stupid people having this no, conversation? No, don't get involved. Oh, good. So that's no. by the way, that's a very impressive sign of maturity. Because when I was a kid, I would yeah. like yell at them, but now I yeah. But now it's it. like no, it's like yeah. If I'm gonna like you know, I don't debate with people. I don't debate with like you know, truthers and Holocaust deniers and Trump supporters and, uh, and Eli Manning Booker defenders. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not okay. worth it. Like you know, what's 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 the point? These people aren't dealing in reality. I mean, is this team starting um, Shaq Harrison? Like, I don't what who is playing for the the Suns besides Booker? Like, I don't. I know. Now, uh, yeah, I will say, to throw out card. a really dumb person in one of my fantasy leagues, uh, Dondre Ayton was available in a, in, a, in the League of Leagues auction, and someone, I won't say who, but he's on this podcast, yeah. said, um, he's not draftable. He's not on my chart. And now on ESPN today, when there's a lot of fantasy drafts, he's going in the mid-30s in the draft. So ah, it's it's could, exciting. Could, uh, tell me, where did Lonzo Ball free. and Marco Fultz go last year? Because they also went way too high. There was not a single rookie who was relevant in the standard NBA fantasy league last True, year. True, but that's not always the case. And and and, you, and what were they doing the preseason? Losing basically like being benched, whereas Booker is putting up like twenty twelve and three blocks. I mean, uh, Aiton is yeah. Aiton will blocks. put up some numbers, but yeah, Phoenix is that was not a bad. It was a bad move by Chester. That's all I'm saying to to yeah, ignore him, even no though address. I told you to pick him. I was making fun of you for not bidding higher. And, and then why did you? Then why did you pick him? You could have picked out, him. I was also. out. I didn't have a basketball spot available. I already had filled up yeah. my roster. Yeah, I had no interest in him. All right, uh, let's go to Orlando next, uh, the land mm-hmm. of power forwards. So far, we're forwards at teams that forwards. have a zero percent playoff possibility. Let's see if the well, the, I mean, Orlando in theory does just because no, you know, I meant, the bottom I meant going to Orlando week. before Orlando. Oh, okay. Now Orlando has a good starting five. They have no Aaron point Gordon guard. had his first good year finally yeah. last year. Do you know Timofey Mozgov is on this team now? Mozgov um, is not going to play though. Yeah, of course not. Uh, I went to a Nets Timberwolves game last year, and and we were sitting like right behind sort of uh, the tunnel that the players go into, and Mozgov just was on a stationary bike pedaling the entire game. I love. I it. guess I mean that's when he got his bur- exercise. He's getting some cardio while he's not playing basketball, so that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, people are very excited about Jonathan Isaac. They have Fournier, Isaac, Gordon, and Vooch. Those are four legitimate players. Mo yeah, Bamba. they all play the same position though. That's the problem. Well, not Fournier, all, but that's but also a really big team. That's a big yeah, team. yeah, but it's. It and they have work. no point guard. I mean, D- 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 Aaron Gordon, Grant, Aaron Gordon has to play the four. Simmons has to play the four. Isaac has to play the four. Mo Bamba, they just drafted 
I mean, him and Vucevic are fives, I guess. Bamba plays defense. Vucevic plays offense. I don't. I, they just they're they're going in the wrong direction where the NBA is going. Of those five or six guys I just mentioned, only one of them should be on the court at the same time. Yeah, and those are their best players. Uh, so yeah, bad times for them. All right, number twenty four on my list is Cleveland. All right, okay. So I have the Cavs at number twenty five. Mm-hmm. Is that too low? You think? I, mean, I think Orlando high? Orlando's a little better than Cleveland, but it's in the ballpark. I mean, Love alone is you know worth enough wins to be better than like the New York teams. Uh, yeah, and I'm high on Colin Sexton. So the truth is, like, I'm not a big Osman guy. We've seen what the Rodney Hoods of the world can do, and the answer is nothing. Yeah, um, Larry Nance know. was good on the Lakers. He's, before yeah, but he he's he's a 12 minute a game bench guy. He's good. That's it. Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen Love be the star of a bad team and drag him to 40 wins. Who's the third? So best I don't think it's no, impossible. no. This team actually, this team sucks. Who's the third best player on this team? It might be Larry Nance. Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance, probably oh, yeah. George I, this Hill. This is a, a nightmare. You know what? This team sucks. This team could be the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, but Love is going to put up 25 and 15 again. He's going to put right, up crazy but numbers. He'll lose, though. He, yes, yeah, he will put up good numbers, lose. but I think you're yeah. overrating him a little bit. All right, number 20. Yeah, he's also 30 years old, so he's a little bit older than the last time he did that. All right, 23 to me is Memphis. So Memphis fell off a cliff last year, mm-hmm. but that's really just because Mike Conley was injured. You know, obviously they've made a lot of mistakes. Chandler Parsons was a mistake. But, like, they're still, like, the Mike Conley and Marc Gasol duo was winning 55 games just two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think people are definitely writing them off too much. Kyle Anderson is a really underrated player who's going to do useful things for them. I will say. Anybody who's a former Spur you love. It's not well, impossible. No, it's the former Spurs like, are useless. win 40 I mean, games, right? We just had, you know, we've already seen, like, uh, the Magic who have Jonathan Simmons who got tons of money after the Spurs. Deadman got money. Every single ex-Spur gets paid and none of them play well on any team other than the Spurs. It's really an argument for the Spurs system, you know, more than anything else, that everyone's good on the Spurs and then sucks when they leave. Yeah. Uh, so the only reason I have them at 23 is because, like, they're upside. Like, there's just not a lot to be excited about, right? They don't have any player under 25 who you're really excited about. So um, as opposed to the Jaren next Jackson. team, Dallas. People are excited about yeah, Jaron so, Jackson. All right. So uh, the Dallas Mavericks are next on my list. Uh, Luka Doncic is, like, sort of where Alonzo Ball was last year, like the, mm-hmm. the rookie that people are most excited to see what he can do, how he can revolutionize the point guard position. You know, I assume he'll have a lot of growing pains like Ball did. So mm-hmm. I don't know that Dallas be that good this year. And also, I just I don't understand what Dallas has been doing for the last number of years also. You know, I mean honestly, it even started before they won their title. Like the the year they decided that they were going to let uh Steve Nash go in the first place so that they could spend that same amount of money on on Chandler, you know. And, and ever since then, it's just like they 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 sign guys almost because they have the money and they have to do it. They signed Harrison Barnes for that reason. They signed DeAndre Jordan for that reason. They signed Wesley Matthews for that reason. None of those guys can be a top three player on, on a contending team, right? No. So why, why, why are they making, what, $65 million combined? I, I mean, yeah. I think they're I mean, all they're, like Their wing situation with, with Matthews and, and Barnes is a mess. Like, who's going to lead this team in shots taken? It might be Harrison Barnes who is Probably it's Harrison Barnes. He's getting worse. Yeah. Like, he's going to shoot 19 times a game this year. And he's and hit six of them. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, you know, Dirk Nowitzki, I think is, I think he's injured. I'm not even sure why he's uh, still playing, but you know, he's 40 years old. Dennis Smith seems like a bust at least last year, but you never uh, know. Sometimes I'm sort of high on Dennis around. Smith. I don't hate Dennis Smith. He wasn't good last. I mean, look, clearly this is going to be Doncic's team, right? This team is a hundred times better than any of the other teams we've seen so far, and they still stink. All right. Well, then uh, another team along that theme is the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I have them next at number 21. At least they're a younger version of, of the bad teams we've been seeing. It's you just, were really high just, on, on Zach Levine last year. Uh, okay, so the Jabari Parker contract is fine. The Zach Levine contract is insane. I loved Zach Levine when he was on the, on the Timberwolves. Very exciting player. Crazy dunker. Good shooter. 
he's not a winning player unless he's going to be a sixth man who comes in and plays 18 minutes and shoots 18 times. He cannot play defense. He cannot do anything except for score. He's like such a one-dimensional player. He, you can't be paying a, a guy like that twenty million dollars. And my team is paying Andrew Wiggins twenty-four million. So, like, you know, that sucks also. But I, I just, I don't understand. This is such a young I, team. It's interesting. So Dunn, yeah. Levine, uh, the bad holiday. Levine, stop saying Levine. Levine, he, like an assimilated Jew. It's a Levine. No, because if it's Levine, like then Jew. he's Jewish. But he's Levine. He's not. Uh, Jewish. He's um, not Jewish, but he pronounces L- it. Lori Markinen is their, is probably their best player, but he is injured for a while. Yeah, I was very wrong, by the way, about that draft pick. I thought I thought that was gonna be a bust. But, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I had him last year in league of leagues, and he was he's really yeah, good. He can he shoot good. threes. Uh, but Chris I'm Dunn is a bust. Junior, I think Wendell Carter Junior is gonna be one of the best rookies this year. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know what this team. I guess they won the Butler trade in hindsight just because they got rid of a malcontent. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about Chicago. So. Uh, again, we still have not reached a team that has any relevance. You know, is it possible that Chicago sneaks into the eight seed or Orlando? Yeah, no, for sure, or, it's or, possible. You know, yeah. All right, let's get to a team I really liked last year. I was very wrong. Um, we'll see if uh, if they can bounce back this year. The Charlotte Hornets are next on my list at number twenty. Okay. So uh, uh, most people would say twenty is way too high for this team. What do you think? Here's, here's Although they're my over problem. under, I'm actually looking is twentieth, so maybe not. Here's my problem. We got we have got an old point guard situation. Kemba is tiny, and now he's 28. Yeah, and well, he's turning 29 basically. Yeah, but but okay, but he's also like he's also their best player. So if you trade him, how many games are you winning? Zero. Yeah. Well, Nick so. Batum, I think, although he's also I think probably almost. 30 no, Batum right is now, old. Right? Uh, Jeremy Lamb and Malik Monk yeah. have both never turned out. Uh, yeah. Guys who could shoot in, in college. But MKG is good at defense, but that's about it. I mean, this team stinks. I don't know what you're talking Marvin about. Marvin Williams will have made $100 million and never have been a relevant NBA player. I think their best player is Tony Parker. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Tony Parker can still score at will for 15 oh minutes God, a night. Tony Parker stinks. He cannot play defense, but neither can Kemba Walker. So we trade Kemba. Yeah. I By the way, I would trade him now for sure. Like, this is where you get value. We, you know, I don't know if we talked about this off or on podcast uh, at the end of last basketball season, but like, we, I, I went through, and then you also went through, like, a chart where, like, no short player in NBA history has ever been good at age 30. Like, it does not yeah. happen. Chris and Paul's Kemba, trying to, like, yeah, make history. Yeah, and Chris Paul is, by the way, the best short player when he was young. So, like, even if he gets yeah. worse, he'll still be better than any of these other guys. But Kemba is really small, and it's just not going to happen for him for much longer. And, yeah. I, and the is thing, Malik Monk? I was very high on Malik Monk. He's the guy I wanted the Timberwolves to draft at yeah, the number no, seven he's spot bad. before he, they traded that. It's not going to happen. If he can't, I mean, he's is bad. he even starting mm-hmm. over Jeremy Lamb? Who and I love Jeremy Lamb cause as as a UConn guy. Yeah. Uh, Malone, by the way, Monk will be a good backup, but just if like you're war- if you're hoping for somebody to be a relevant uh, like um, star, like he probably shouldn't shoot thirty six percent as a rookie. Yeah. Not ideal. All right, uh, number 19 on my list. And by the way, it's crazy that we're in the teens already because, like, I feel like the 19th best NFL team, their odds of doing something in the playoffs are infinitely higher. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, the 19th best NBA team is still a garbage team. That's the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Yeah. The Pistons play in Detroit. Everyone from Detroit's a garbage person. (laughs) (laughs) I co-signed that. Um, uh, How old, trivia question, how old is Andre Drummond? (sighs) He's been in the league a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, are you saying he's way older than I think or way younger than I think? I mean, I'm asking you for a reason. He's either going to be 20 or 50. All right. I'll say 26. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's 25. Feels like he's been okay. forever. I think he's year seven, although he did only play one year in college. Uh, and how old is Blake Griffin? He's got to be 30. Yeah, he's turning 30 this season. So, yeah. I mean, those are their best players. Like, I, I mean, yeah. And again, those young, are two guys who shouldn't be on the court at the same time in today's NBA. Right. We know what, we know what Andre is. We know what Blake is, and he's not even – what he was 
They also have three guys named Reggie, if you're into that. Reggie Jackson, Reggie Wait, Bull, hold on. Reggie Hearn. I don't know who Reggie Hearn is. But He's okay. like their yeah. 17th man. But the, the okay. point is they have three guys named Reggie. Uh, three Reggies. That, I mean, they have Zaza, who, uh, you know, the worst person in human history because he ruined the Spurs franchise by injuring <laughs> Kawhi. I, I mean, this team is not good. Like, they have two good players, and that's it. We are, we're at 19. One of the problems with having, like, 15 All-Stars on three teams is there so many teams are barren. Yeah. And this is one of them. We have not gotten to a team yeah. that should be in the playoffs yet. Some people, the Pistons yeah. have nearly even playoff odds because they're in the East, but meh. Yeah. Agreed. Well, how many East teams do I have left? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I guess I have the Pistons as my eight seed. Yeah, the, one of these teams, Detroit, Orlando, one of them has Charlotte. to make the playoffs. Yeah, Charlotte. I would pick Charlotte, though. I have Charlotte I, one spot below Detroit in my power rankings, but yeah. If Charlotte, right, number eight if Charlotte team, makes we have the playoffs, Kemba Walker should be the MVP of the league. All right, the Clippers somehow in the in a, in a stacked uh, West last year managed to win forty two games. Yeah, even though they had a lot of upheaval, you know, they traded Blake in the middle of the year, so that was pretty impressive, I guess. Um, but uh, you look at this team, and I for the same reason I think they'll be able to do it again. But what do they really have? Like you know, Teodosic was a big disappointment in his rookie season at age. Who are they putting on their posters in L.A. from this team? It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, they'll have Patrick Beverly back. Probably so that's Beverly good, and right? Bradley and just, like, biting and playing Beverly's, defense, like, like, the best guy that they got, um, you know, in, in the Chris Paul trade. So him being healthy is fine. Tobias Harris is a really good fifth-best player, but he might be their first-best player. You know? Yeah, I'm really not sure. Gallinari doesn't play defense, and he's also probably got to be, like, 29 or 30. And never now, healthy. So. Never healthy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, again, Gilgis uh, Alexander. For, people are excited about him. Very long. Yeah, for some name. reason, and I, I really don't understand it. But, but the sum is better than the, uh, you know, the, the hundred percent. Maybe Doc parts, Rivers is a good coach. Is. He's, he's Maybe. like a coach who works better with without stars, possibly. Yeah, I guess. So. Well, he's got none now, so that's good. All right, <laughs> next on my list at number. Oh, you want to feel old, by the way, Gilgis Alexander, who uh, yeah. might have a good year, was born in nineteen ninety eight. That's crazy. He doesn't remember 9-11, even though I feel like he was slightly responsible for it. Who's next? <laughs> All right. Number next is – number 17 is the Miami Heat. Sort yeah. of an asterisk here because, you know, they, they might be making a trade. It's insane that this team is a lock to make the playoffs. Forget about Jimmy Butler. Like, this team is in the yeah. playoffs. Hassan Whiteside went in one year from a top 25 player to, like, worthless. Unplayable That's how quickly players. the NBA changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cannot be played. Uh, he's a malcontent. Uh, Tyler Johnson is making twenty million dollars or something like that. I remember, I remember when he signed that contract a couple years ago. I had literally never heard of him. Yeah, at people the time. had never heard of him. Legitimate, like, and he had signed a contract for more guaranteed money than any NFL player at the time. And also, like, just, I said this to I said this last night to friends. But if Patrick Mahomes really was as good in other sports as they said, like as good a pitcher as he was a quarterback, yeah. then he made a terrible decision. Even terrible. though he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Now right the now, thing is, decision. it's like if you know you're a good quarterback, bad, you're just bad, there. like thir- bad number three starting pitchers sign eighty million dollar guaranteed contracts. Yeah, but do you know how hard it is to make the pros? Like if you just like don't have a curveball, you just don't yeah, make you, the major. Yeah, or you, you can throw your arm out once over a million once, times, and then you're done. Um, they also have like some like I like James Johnson as a backup. I like Olinick, but like again, those guys and Bam and Hassan, like you could play one of them at a time. And then Justice Winslow yeah. never really Peter never really turned out. They should have traded him in like the million trades that he was supposed to be in. Josh Richardson's interesting. Tyler Johnson's interesting. Dragic is is still probably underrated, uh, but obviously not getting any better. This team is also like it's a lot like the Clippers in that there's like the best player on their team. I, I couldn't even tell you like Goran Dragic, but there's still uh, like. They're not going to be bad. Yeah. Um, and again, and I think that people coach. people think that they're going to trade for Butler. Uh, we'll get to Butler in a second. All right. Number 16 is Washington. 
this is another team that's probably going to make a trade, mm-hmm. right? It seems like they've really been turned off by John Wall. John Wall, the numbers he puts up are like, I, I mean, I guess you compare him to Stefan Marbury in terms of a point guard who just puts up monster numbers, but is just unappreciated anyhow. This is the first yeah, maybe, team we've maybe. mentioned that has like six NBA players. Like Wall, Beal, Otto, Oubre, well, okay. Markeith, and, and I guess Dwight Howard, if you call him an NBA player. There's six NBA players. I mean, Dwight Howard has been very good when healthy the last couple of years. Yeah, Howard's fine. Now, I don't. do you play yeah. him and Markeith together? Probably not. But you could also play Otto and Oubre. You could, you know, they, they could go small. They, they could do a lot of things. They could have yeah, I mean, Hughes Howard's tuck, injured right tuck, now, tuck, so tuck, I don't even know how much he's going to play, truth be told. Uh, Austin Rivers? Yeah, Austin Rivers leaving his dad. That seems like a big risk. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I think he's going to play though. I think on this team he plays. Yeah, I mean, he, he's had a more much more successful NBA career than I would have ever guessed. So kudos to him. Otto Porter probably the, the window they, is closed. Get, I, they thought they had a window. They don't have window, and now they have to make a move. Either somehow yeah, add a third player, or uh, and not that Otto's not a player, but somehow improve on the. Otto Porter's fine. He, he Otto Porter, by the way, again another reason why you should never let your kids play football if they have a choice. Otto Porter will never make an all-star team, will never come close to making an all-star team, is getting paid $100 million, and is not overpaid. He's totally right. worth it. And he could sign another contract, in theory, yeah. like after this. Yeah. It's just, it's everyone just, you think, know. Everyone, like, hopes, like, ooh, maybe he'll become Kawhi or, or, or Jimmy Butler or Paul George. No, so, that's, like, no, it's not happening. Insane. No. He is what he is. He's, he's like a Nick Batum-type player. He's a very solid player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. You know, he's good glue. If he's your third or fourth best player, you're, you're okay. But you're well, he is their third title. best player. Yeah, and they're okay. And they're not okay. They're not winning a title. They're not okay. So well, th- he has to be your fifth yeah. best player, all right. possibly. Or get okay, back. number 15 to me is now I, I almost thought of putting all five teams in the Northwest Division consecutively in my rankings. Okay. That's because fair. Portland, Oklahoma City, Utah, Minnesota, Denver, they all won 46, 47, 48, 49 games last yeah. year. They were all within three games of each other. These teams would all be the three seed or the, the fourth yeah, seed. Yeah, and because of the way the West East. worked, well, they, Portland was the three seed last year, and Denver yeah. didn't even make the playoffs. Right. Separated by three games. That's yeah. how close they were. And Portland did nothing in the offseason, but by virtue of how badly they were humiliated in the first round in that sweep as the three seed, people have like, I mean, they're over under 42, which is nuts to me. Like, that's way too low, isn't it? Yeah, I think Lillard, first of all, I mean, obviously they're reliant on Lillard, but they're not reliant on a second. Well, Lillard, okay, so Lillard is coming off a career year. Okay, CJ McCollum took a big step back. Yes, McCollum had a terrible and year. He's Luckily, the, was on your fantasy team. It made me very happy. Yeah, so he needs to take a big step forward. And Evan year. Turner is um, like cratered also. Well, well, Turner stinks though. He's not supposed to be any good. Mm-hmm. But I, but Lillard, McCollum, and Nurkic should be enough of, and and they have a decent bench. Yeah, Zach Collins looked pretty good also. Zach Collins could be an interesting yeah. guy. Again, in the old NBA, he'd be a really interesting player, and he'd get $30 million. The new NBA, yeah. who knows? But again, it's interesting to me that they managed to get the three seed with McCollum having a real down year. McCollum yeah. has to play like an all-star for this team to compete for, I mean, obviously not a title, but to compete for— But we're for, underrating you know, Lillard. Lillard is a superstar player. Yeah. He doesn't play defense, but you know most point guards don't, so that's fine. All right. Uh, next is number 14 on my list is your San Antonio Spurs. Spoke yeah, it's sad. They would have been way ahead of like the teams you haven't mentioned yet, like Denver. But I, I mean, their starting point guard at Bryn Forbes was like shouldn't be in the NBA probably. So they're, okay, they're so, literally missing so their, their starting last three lineup first is round be, picks. Uh, to so their starting right lineup is Patty Mills, Demar yeah. Derozan. No, Pat. Well, Patty's the backup, like I said. If you were listening to me, before. okay, okay. Rudy Gay, Lamarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol. Is that their starting lineup? Because that's the oldest lineup in the NBA. I mean, that was their lineup last year, and they made the playoffs. Except they not had, a single. So so their starting lineup. Is DeRozan 30? How old is he? Uh, no, DeRozan's not 30 yet. He's 28. Okay. So, but the rest of their starting lineup is in their 30s. 
Um, well, Gay is going to play stretch four because Aldridge and Gasol start okay. together, but they don't actually play together after the first five minutes. So it's I just and, I and, and Gasol's like team... forty one, but also played really well last year. He was putting yeah. up like triple doubles. Um, yeah, losing Dejounte Murray is, is is very bad for this team. I don't understand how they can and Derek do last White. Year. Derek White was going to have a really good year. I mean, he still might. He's not out for the year like Dejounte is. They also gave Bellinelli so you, two years and twelve million dollars, like a really weird contract. So really, no point cards. Um, it's crazy to me because they they have no point cards. They had four ten minutes ago, and now yeah, they're. But now they, they won. Have no they won forty six games last year with nothing from the Kawhi slash DeRozan spot. So yeah, I, I think uh, they're, they're Rudy Gay. Like who's who's taking the shots on this team? Like obviously DeRozan and, and Aldridge, but like Rudy Gay is going to be their third leading scorer. Gay is is not great, but he yeah, can but also weren't, never. Weren't stay on these the court. things true last year also? Yeah, but Gay was also injured a lot of the year. People forget. Yeah, but I'm saying they, they they've added in DeRozan. They've they added were missing. DeRozan and Aldridge are going to combine for 45, 50 points a game. Right. They were Aldridge missed, I think, like eight or ten games, but then everyone else missed like forty games. The whole team was injured last year, the entire season. Yeah, and they still managed to to easily make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, they're going to Bellinelli's going to be playing crunch time. That they're going to be giving minutes to guys like Dante Cunningham, Quincy Pondexter, and Brent Forbes for the first six weeks of the year before Derek White comes back. I don't know if they could like find another point guard because Bryn Forbes is a is a small shooting guard. Bryn Forbes is like a tiny shooting guard who's going to be playing point guard. I guess DeRozan will be handling the ball. I'll be honest. Manu retired. Manu would have played serious minutes the first six weeks of the year this year because Manu yeah. can play point guard. He literally would have been their starting point guard if he came back. I, they might be begging him to come back right now. Problem is, a guy like Manu, like we said, has made two hundred million dollars. There's no amount of money on earth you could probably convince him to like not be on a beach in Argentina. So yeah. Well, Vince Carter doesn't want to be on a beach in Argentina. So. Well, he's not from Argentina. Vince Carter's All probably right. from like a crappy place he doesn't want to go back to. Okay, so number 13, and this is a team also who's going to move dramatically probably at some point, is mm-hmm. the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a team who, uh, when Jimmy Butler went down, was the number three seed in the West, mm-hmm. which, again, th- being the number three seed in the West gets you, best case scenario, a second round blowout loss. But, you know, yeah. but, the, but the way the NBA works, this was a team on the upswing. Uh, Butler got injured. They had a tough series against Houston in the first round. They played Houston very close. You know, they 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 could have uh, you know they lost it. They right at the buzzer in a couple of games. Things are looking generally fine. And then right after the season, the Timberwolves offered Jimmy Butler four years, one hundred and ten million. He gets insulted by that because he wanted like the full max, which would which would there was no way for the Wolves to do it because they would have to dump twenty million in salary. And, you know, from what I've read, it would have taken two first-round draft picks just to dump Gorgie Dang's contract uh, But you have to do it. Like, Jimmy Butler's at the level where he needs to be paid the maximum amount okay. of money. I understand. But what I'm saying is, is that in order to do that, they would have had to give away two first-round picks to get rid of Gorgie. And they would mm-hmm. still need to dump three or four million dollars. So they would have essentially had to trade away three first-round draft picks for the right to sign Jimmy Butler. So anyways, all offseason... Trust me, when you lose him, you would easily take him back for three first-round picks. Well, but okay, but so but this is what I'm trying to say. So all And your first-round picks, if know, you have Jimmy Butler on your team, aren't even good picks. You're not going to be you're not gonna be in the lottery for the next well, five years. Uh, what, you don't need to be in the lottery. Look at all. Look how many stars have not been lottery picks, right? Well, then just... The be, best player be, in Utah, the best player like in Milwaukee. And pick a guy 25th who's good, or the Warriors. Okay. Or you can take a guy 50. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is there was no way for them to offer Butler more than they did without destroying the team. Okay. And this is a team already that made no improvements in the offseason. And so, mm-hmm. by definition, we're going to stick in, like, the low to mid-40s and wins. So then Jimmy Butler, and, like, the worst kind of liar to me, and, you know, Jimmy Butler is this kind of liar, Trump is this kind of liar, is the kind of liar who claims, oh, all I do is speak the truth. Like, he's a liar. The reason Just he wants to lead this team is he's insulted. If anybody insu- knows something about Chester, he's insulted. He yeah. No, but Jimmy Butler's I mean, insulted. No, you because... really don't like liars. You're always yelling at people, calling them liars. 
But I'm really annoyed because, like, the whole narrative, and everybody's bought his narrative. Oh, he just wants to win. And First of all, who is Jimmy Butler to talk about wants to win? It's like, what have you won? Has he ever been out of the second round? Maybe it's like his rookie year when Derrick Rose was the MVP. I mean, he's Jimmy not Butler LeBron, ever won. but... Yeah, like, exactly. He, he's never won anything. What and I is love your Jimmy Butler's going to be if you trade Jimmy player. Butler? He's What's your ideal player? Jimmy Butler trade? What's your ideal Jimmy Butler trade? Well, I mean, in my dreams, I... Okay, so what they've agreed to now between him and the owner... I'll give you the roses for him, but... I don't know. I, don't think I would do that in a second. I would do that in a second. But I just don't understand because he claims What's he's all the ceiling with DeRozan and Cat, and that's it. It's better than the ceiling without. But with, with they're going to trade him for like Josh Richardson to Miami, and oh, a protected first round draft pick. Yeah, Richardson wins. Like that's. I mean, that's bad. And then your your team stinks and like is the. And then they got to dump Deion Waiters on us to you know make the contracts work. So I just I don't. This is a team that made no improvement in the offseason. They have nowhere to go. It was depressing, but you know what? At least we were going to compete and win 45 to 48 games and, and make the playoffs, and that's more than I've had in 15 years, and so I was going to happily take that. And then Butler says he's all about winning, and that's why he wants to go to the New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets, or the Los Angeles Clippers, like three of the mm-hmm. biggest joke franchises in sports. So I just yeah. – I don't understand this guy. Like, you know, just be honest. Like, you were insulted because they they were giving Cat the max and not you the max, and you feel like you work harder than him or whatever, but like – Anyway, so uh, he ruined this team. And and by the way, at the end of the day, it's still Tibbs' fault because he told Tibbs the day after the season, I want to be traded, and Tibbs just decided to put his head in the sand and not acknowledge it for two yeah. months. And then Butler had no choice the week before the season but to come out publicly, which stole all the team's leverage. And this team hasn't practiced together once all – like, you know, uh, um, <laughs> Jeff T gave this quote after um, after an, a preseason loss to the Bucks. He's like, it's clear that team's been practicing together and playing together all summer, whereas we all went different ways and we just met each other last week. Yeah. Well, T, <laughs> so, by the way, six foot two, thirty-year-old point guard, and I know this because I have him on, on both my fantasy teams. Uh, like, I, I'd say slip last year and is probably headed in the wrong direction. Wiggins was kind of ex- like they, they, he didn't use the ball that much in the in the playoffs. I believe it was his first postseason uh, of his career, right? Of course, it was, right? Yes, obviously. In years, yeah. Um, and I don't like he's only twenty three. It is still possible that Wiggins becomes good. Well, define good. Like it's a possible he becomes player. like. Yes, he could be. I like mean, his, I've always his, said he's a poor he man's. He's a shots. poor man's Carmelo Anthony. So yeah, he could, I, you he know, could, but he could he could be a he could have actually a better shooting percentage, and he's not going to be using as much as Carmelo. The problem. What's frustrating about Wiggins is that when you watch the games for a quarter at a time, he will take over and look like you know like a like a superstar. And then it well, disappears. the ideal situation is for him to be the third best player on the team, like Carmelo on an Olympic team, as opposed to Carmelo on the Knicks. Yeah, but he but he can't afford to disappear, right? They're paying him. They had to pay him the contract because you know if you lose him for nothing, then you you know you're back to square one. Well, if but, you lose Butler, he's going to go back to to putting up 400 shots a game. But uh, I don't know. I think he's I mean, is there a guy any chance he, that Cat becomes a top five guy in the league? That's really the, I guess, the the ultimate question. Well, I mean, there is that, a chance. I mean, two years ago, I would have said it was a certainty, right? Yeah. And How now, are you about like, his defense. I'm a little worried about his defense. I'm much more worried about his psyche after Butler has like destroyed him in public repeatedly, yeah. and he's like mm-hmm. all flustered and can't handle it. And like, you know, I don't know. So that's kind of depressing. I mean, Cat hit over forty two percent from three last year. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, he has all the tools. That's crazy. And I mean, he, like Bill, his scoring went way down, but obviously because his shooting and even his minutes a little bit went went down um, because Butler was on the team and, and, you know, they just have so many mouths to feed. Yeah, I mean, Bill Simmons was was really throwing some uh, hate crimes on his preview podcast. He compared him to guys like Elvin Hayes 
who, you know, Elvin Hayes is a guy who for his career averaged 20, what, what did he average? Uh, 21 and 13 a game, mm-hmm. but never did anything. It was sort of. Oh, well, Cat mean, was bad in the playoffs also. Yeah. I mean, Elvin Hayes did win a title one year for Washington. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Cat, I mean, Cat really struggled the first couple is games. Is Derek Rose going to play on this team? I think he'll square to Walt Bellamy. Walt Bellamy's another guy. Walt Bellamy averaged 20 and 14 for 14 years, which are monster numbers, but only made four All-Stars, never made an All-NBA team, never got close to anything. Um, and so you know, those are not ideal guys to be compared to. To answer your question, unfortunately, because he's a former bull, yes, Derrick Rose is going to play huge huge minutes on this team. He's going to play 20 minutes. He's going to play ahead of like Tyus Jones? Well, they're they're a little bit different because Tyus Jones is the backup point guard. So Tyus Jones is 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 playing when Teague is is either resting or injured or, or you know just on the bench, and Derrick Rose plays sort of as like a at the same time as another point guard. He plays sort of as a two, I guess you'd say. That's wild. All right, who's next? He's like a second guard. Let me guess. Oh, but, um, yeah, the this Nuggets? team is depressing. Ugh. No, we're not up to the, no. The Nuggets are a good team. We're not up to them yet. Okay, but twelve, fine. I have New Orleans. This okay. is another team. I don't know what to do with them because there's a lot of talk about the Brow also demanding a trade, and so he might be somewhere else soon. So um, Drew Holiday looked like a superstar in the playoffs last year, and then uh, you made a trade as if he is a superstar in uh, fantasy basketball. He's a, he's a, fantasy football he's league. a top twenty guy in fantasy. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right, uh, number eleven, Indiana he's also Pacers. Got, he's got point guard, shooting guard eligibility. That's actually key in in elite. Oh my god, nobody cares about your stupid fantasy league. All right, let's talk about the Indiana Pacers for a second. By the way, Alfred Payton is twenty four and feels like he's seventy four. Like he's been ridden off for so many years. Uh, yeah. But last year he like learned how to shoot and he actually hit shots. He can't hit threes. He can't shoot threes. But Alfred Payton, like uh, like Alfred Payton, Drew Holiday is the league. I do think is heading way more towards two point guards. Uh, I know Pop only wants to play with two point guards. He doesn't even have one on his team now, so he's not going to be able to do it this year. But um, like two point guards, I don't know if you could play two point guards, Randall and Davis. That's such a weird team. And they also talking about teams that have too many big men when a lot of teams can only play one. Davis, Randall, and Miritich. Like it's hard to play two of those guys at once. Uh, they also don't like for the 80th year in a row. They don't have any good uh, wings, really, other than Drew Holiday. Like, there's no the small forward still, like Eton Moore. Um, this this team's ceiling is higher than Denver's, in my opinion. So I think you're actually underrating them by a spot or two. But the problem is that they might they might have to trade their best player. Right. Well, obviously, then they're like 30th yeah. best in the league. Then they stink. All right. Who's next? Now I'm guessing it's Denver. No, it's Indiana. Oh, yeah, we haven't discussed the Pacers yet. You know, Oladipo, I think that's going to be the best return for any of these stars ever, right? Like an actual star. Like if you're Well, getting- so did you see, you know, uh, well, I, I know you saw, Jared Jerome in the Facebook group, another great thread, where he said, like, list like the best season from a player in your rooting life. Yes. And then I went like, ahead because I'm a yeah, psychopath. You're a fan and of I Team said, X and Y, and who's wh- of, since you've been a fan, who who's had the best season? A really good thread. Interesting question. Yeah. And I went through for every team in all the four major sports, including hockey. And mm-hmm. I said, for somebody my age, Wait, if you're so 35 hockey, years baseball, old, football, and soccer. Yeah, yeah. If you're 35 years old and um, you know you're a fan of every team, who should your favorite season have been? Mm-hmm. And for the Pacers, I actually said it was Oladipo this past season because mm-hmm. I think the excitement of after so Paul he's George already better trade, than Reggie Miller. Well, okay. First of all, Reggie Miller as a pl- like Reggie Miller was was a compiler like over the course of his career. Reggie Miller was never a great, you know. Reggie Miller never had a great season. He was never Did like Reggie, all NBA. Was Reggie first Miller team or ever team. first team All NBA? No, not even second team. 
He never had a second-team All-NBA? No. Reggie Miller never averaged four rebounds or assists in a season. He was yeah. purely a shooter. He was a one-dimensional player. He had a couple legendary playoff moments, which leads but him to But he was a shooter overrated. when nobody could hit threes yet. So he was, you know, him and, and he and had Alan a supreme skill, and I'm not saying yeah. he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying he was never a top-15 player in the league. Okay. Victor Oladipo okay. is. Victor Oladipo is an elite defensive player. But the main part is the fact that this team was so low – after Paul George and Man did a trade, and it looked like they turned down better trades, you know, from like the, you know, for Kevin Love or whatever, and it looked like they were getting 50 cents on the dollar or even less. And Oladipo had been on two different teams and had been, you know, a decent pro, but nothing special. And at age 25, all of a sudden became a superstar, and that doesn't really happen in the NBA very often. And so I think that must no. have been so exciting. And he went to Indiana, so he's a local boy, so they love him for that reason. Yeah. Let me ask you a question Who's the second best player on this team? Well, okay, so let's talk about another guy on this team who had a very down season and should be turning it around this year. Yeah. And also on my fantasy, Miles Turner. So this was Miles Turner's team coming into the year. Miles mm-hmm. Turner was supposed to be the next superstar based on what he had done the previous year. And he yeah. had a really bad year. Apparently he ate too much pizza. And he's apparently in much better shape this year. He's a defensive monster. He has lots of block shots. If he is what they thought he was going to be, and by the way, uh, Victor Oladipo was everyone's like consensus you know, most proof player last year. By statistics, I actually argued it should have been the other guy they got in the trade. Arvidas' son. Yeah. So, Demondis Sabonis, Sabonis might... Right. He, he's, Sabonis he's was good. not an NBA player in Oklahoma City. And he put up, like, almost a double-double last year. He put up really good numbers. By the way, Miles Turner's 22. So, he's really the answer yeah. to who's their second-best player. Exactly. But also, do you play, ti- do you play Turner and Sabonis together? They can both shoot from outside, but can one of them yeah. guard a stretch four? Probably not. No, I think... No, you don't have to play both of them. Yeah. And they also have Thad Young, who needs minutes, too. Yeah. I'm, sure, you know, Thad Young was bad on the Timberwolves five years ago, so I'm surprised that he's still as, uh, you know, competitive as he is. Coaches, Ty- Tyreek Evans is a guy who only puts up numbers Young. on bad, and teams. they have the better so, Bojan, Bojan, whatever. Yeah, I don't know which is which, so I don't know. But um, yeah, they, have they have the smaller one. They have the, the one who's a better no, shooter. They have no real point guard. They've got they got backups. They have Darren Collison, Corey Joseph. Well, Darren Collison is fine. Brother. Yeah, Oladipo can handle the ball a lot. Right, but and also Tyreek was great last year. Tyreek, yeah, another. I think Speaking Oladipo of- and Tyreek, uh, you know, can both play at the same time as your guards. Although Tyreek usually plays as a wing, he's like more of a small forward. Even Tyreek feels he's, like he's been Tyre- around forever. He's still he's he's uh, he just turned twenty nine a couple weeks. Wasn't ago. he rookie of the year when he was a rookie? Yeah, and many and moons he's, ago, he's I believe in year ten. He's still in his twenties. Uh, hello, was he rookie 10. of the year for for Sacramento? Yeah, he uh, was. But it was a year where there were no oh, good okay. rookies. Um, yeah. you know where he's from, also Tyreek Evans. Where, Memphis, isn't he? Chester, PA. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. Got pulled over there once. Did Got you really? And well, you I was driving. Like my was grandfather like started this town. No, I was the pa- I was a passenger. I think Steen okay. or Diskin was. I forget who was driving. But okay. I tried. But I said to them, I said, "Hey, I, I showed them my license just to get some sympathy." And the cop did not care. He gave us a ticket. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So Indiana's number eleven. Now let's get to the top ten. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, Milwaukee Bucks, excuse the me. The Milwaukee Brewers yeah, are, baseball are better than 10th. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Bucks. all right, so let's talk Hold about on. Gold. Just just along that note, mm-hmm. for years, I used to mix up uh, Joakim Soraya and Joakim Noah. Okay. Like, I, I knew they were different people. Like, I'd go into one of my charts, and I would see I had accidentally written the wrong name. I'd written Joakim one guy's Soraya? name instead of the other. You know, the Royals closer from, like, Oh, Soraya. Yeah, whatever it is. Sorry. Nobody know who you're right. talking about. Okay. All right. So here's the thing with the Bucks. So they they got rid of Jabari, who mm-hmm. you know didn't play anyways. 
They have a full season of blood. So Middleton looked like an all-star in the playoffs. He looked yeah. really good. Middleton was spectacular. And Giannis is already a top five player and claims that now he's going to become a three-point shooter, which if he is, he will literally be the greatest basketball player that ever lived. Basically. Um, yeah. yeah, they have a lot of useless big men. I mean, it doesn't matter because they have seven footer who's also a point guard. But they real like they're yeah. big. Like some of the other teams have big men who can't play. They have big men who just are useless. Like like Brook Lopez, who's maybe my least favorite. Well, Brook Lopez could could have some use. He, I mean, he no, he has no. Use you would out rebound him. You could probably box yes. him out. He but. literally can't rebound, and he has he's no yeah. use at anymore in the NBA. But yeah, those two guys are great. John Hanson. John Hanson can play defense, so they which have means somebody. Bledsoe's else, their you know. third best player, which means Brogdon's their fourth best player, which is like better than all the other teams we've talked about so far. Yeah, well, that's why that's, that's how this really ranking from thirty to one their goes. Their bench is un- like just abominable. I mean, they're yeah. they're giving well, minutes like Delhi and simply Snell put, and yeah, Della Vadova. The question for the Bucks is very simple: Is Giannis still going to put up insane numbers and be a top five player, or is he going to become a shooter and become the greatest player ever lived? And that's the difference between whether they win forty seven games and lose in the first or second round, or whether they could compete with you know the Boston. The, the Bucks ceiling is making the finals, and Giannis like putting a nightmare into the Warriors for a game well, or two. Well, in order for that to happen, I think that you'd have to have, you know, your boy in Toronto, something would have to happen to him, right? No, I I, Kawhi listen, would have I to. like Toronto better than Milwaukee, but if, if Giannis is getting much better than the pieces around him, like Middleton, there's not, you yeah, know, I think possible. Lowry, we both think Lowry's going to have a huge dive this year. Again, tiny old point guard, Kyle Lowry, yeah. who's older and smaller. What I want to see the most, I want to see before. if Chris Middleton can do over 82 games what he did in the playoffs. I mean, Middleton did it two years ago, and then he got hurt. And then last year, he was. He obviously got better in the playoffs, but he had a really yeah. good regular season. Um, I used to think he was very overrated, and then, um, he again, he finally showed up in the playoffs, so I was wrong. All right. Yeah. Uh, I swung nine, a Clay Denver. Thompson for Middleton trade in... Uh, in, in fantasy, although I, I basically threw in Christian McCaffrey, so it wasn't a great trade. Uh, who's next? Denver? I have the Nuggets at number nine. So yeah. the team that did not even make the playoffs last year, they lost I, I, the, the Bucks definitely have to be ahead of the Nuggets just because they're in, like, they can do something different than the Nuggets can. Well, uh, so here's here's the thing for me. Uh, yeah. The Nuggets are like the happy version of, of the Timberwolves. You have Jokic, who's sort of like Cat. He's, you know, a 22, 23-year-old big guy. Well, are you, if you're starting skills. a franchise, are you picking up Jokic or are you picking up Cat? I would say Cat because he still has the higher ceiling because he's, you know, he has more, uh, you know. I mean, Jokic is probably he, he, a better defensive player at this point. Like, well, Jok- but Jokic will never be able to be a good defensive player. And Cat, right. in theory, could become an, a great defensive player. And obviously player. Jokic is like an elite passer and, and Cat is not. Yeah. Uh, but here's the biggest Jokic thing for me. I've always been a Paul Millsap fan. He was like an automatic all-star every year for the mm-hmm. Hawks and then even for the Jazz. Um, and he missed the whole season last year pretty much. So now you could argue that what what do you have two big guys playing like that? Although Millsap can they can both shoot. Yeah, no, um, they could play they, against most teams. Like they, they could play at the same time. Now Millsap is probably I, I would guess he's like thirty two by now. So he's you know I'm going to say he's younger. Swing. I'm going to say Millsap's younger than that. He just feels thirty two, and he's 31? but he also no, you're right. Actually, he's thirty three. Thirty three. Oh yeah, wow. That's old. Okay, so. Yeah, who knows how much more he has left. But then they have they have a million guards that, you know, Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Gary Harris. I always mix those guys up, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Murray is the one but, who... I mean, all, all those guys are going to start, I think, though. I think those are going to be... That's yeah. going to be their one, two, three. Yeah. I mean, Jamal Gary Murray... Harris is really underrated. Harris, like, he's a very efficient player. Yeah, if but Murray's on, the best like, of those guys, for sure. Uh, yes, but, like, if Harris... And he's was, the youngest. If Harris was on the Kings, he'd average 25 a game. Like, if he actually was able to shoot... Yeah. Because he can he can actually shoot and 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 hit shots, I think he would really um, people would know who he, who he was. He's a four, he's over forty percent uh, th- three point shooter the last two years. Yeah, Jamal Murray was my fantasy project last year, and he paid off very well. I was very happy with that. 
yeah, this is a good team, but I, unless again, unless unless Nicola takes like the 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 Giannis route that you're you're talking about, like this team, you know, has okay. So what if? And again, this has never happened in history. But what if Isaiah Thomas, yeah, at age thirty or whatever he is, all of a sudden turns around, he becomes the Isaiah we saw. I do think they could get useful minutes out of him, but I don't think like it's not worth discussing in the in the play context of like could affect the playoffs. But I do think Isaiah Thomas has a good chance of giving them 15 very useful minutes a game. Because like, he could be a nightmare off the bench, Isaiah. You know, they're relying on him for nothing. Okay. All right, number eight is the Utah Jazz. I mean, this yeah. team is extraordinarily lucky to lose your... I mean, he was always your second best player because Gobert was always your best player. But to lose sort of the face of your franchise, uh, you know, the Mormon hero, Gordon Hayward. And then they found out of nowhere... This rookie, Donovan Mitchell, what did he go in the draft? 13th or 14th or something? Yeah, somewhere around there, towards the end of the lottery. And all of a sudden, in, the, in that first round of the playoffs, he was like a legitimate no-question All-Star. Yeah. I now, whether it. he makes the All-Star team in the in the stacked East, you know, in the stacked West, This is the knows? most classic but, 1999 starting lineup in the league, right? They have a point guard who passes. They have, like, they have, you know, wings who shoot. shoot. Yeah. And then they have, but like, Rubio became a different player in Utah. Also, Rubio learned how to shoot all of a sudden. Yeah, they have the bulky power forward, and then they have like the shot blocking center. This is the most throwback team in the whole league. Derek Favors never really became what people thought he would become. He's a bit of a disappointment, I think. I, I think it's it's fair, it's true, but um, he's their fifth best starter. Like that's for what fine. this team does, he's fine. Yeah, I think that. I mean, if Rubio doesn't get injured in the playoffs, I think they might have been more of a threat, you know, to Golden State. Well, Gobert will to say me is like the, best. the X factor because they don't really have much of a bench other than Jay Crowder, who had you know a complete mulligan of a year last year after basically being traded for Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah. is is Exum, because Exum hasn't really played yet, and people think he might be good. And they also have Grayson Allen, who's going to be perfect for Utah because he's you know. You know, because he looks at takers. <laughs> um, Rudy Gobert to me is the best defensive player in the league. Now the problem is he's not always healthy, and uh, against a team like Golden State, it doesn't really help because yeah. they're just raining threes from everywhere. Right, but taking, I think yeah. that over an eighty-two game regular season, Gobert is like a top ten MVP candidate. I really think that. Yeah, I think if he could if he could play seventy-five games, that's fair. Also, like you look at the other teams, like I don't know who he's guarding on the like you said on Golden State if they play in the playoffs. I don't know who he's golden, guarding on the Lakers. But you go up against Minnesota, New Orleans, and he's got someone he could shut down. Yeah, Denver also. Yeah, yeah. All right, number seven, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever lived, and I would never disrespect him in any way. That having been said, the hype for this team is getting ridiculous. Like Bill no, Simmons, people, like, oh, they're no, an absolute no, no, lock. Smart people are not hyping this team at all. The well, Bill Sim- oh, you said the smart people. Got yeah, it. no, the okay. smart people are not uh, the people who don't you know get get their eleven years tired. Like no, because people know like Rondo and Rondo and Ball can't shoot. KCP is yeah. like is a is a perennial disappointment. Ingram, like, what's he going to be doing? And then Stevenson and Beasley are not cases. I mean, there's guys I like on this team. Like the, the guys I like most are all wings, like LeBron, Kuzma, and and KCP. So LeBron plays four. Well, Brand, well Brand, Brand and Ingram. Yeah, and Ingram, right? So they're four best players. To, wings, to me, right? the only players on this team who will be members of this team when they're like competing for a championship are other than LeBron, obviously, are Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma. Ball, You're, I'm still not sure. I mean, I think if LeBron doesn't like ball, him. they could trade him in six weeks from now. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. But I just don't understand what they were – and I understand they're all one-year contracts, but I just don't understand why waste a year of LeBron's prime with, with signing Lance Stevenson and Michael Beasley and Rajon Rondo and Javon McKee. I don't It's going to be the, the thinking was. I mean, there should be like 18,000 hard knocks cameras on this team at all time because it's a delight. Yeah. yeah. People like, like – yeah, a I lot mean, of I, their players have a little bit upside. Like Lonzo obviously has huge upside. I don't think he's going to – 
be able to shoot necessarily. I don't know if like they'd have to have someone teach him how to shoot. I don't know if it's going to happen in like the Lakers organization. But people like Hart, people like KCP, people like reasonably like Ingram and Kuzma did things. Like everyone on their team is sort of uh, you know like semi useful, except for Javale McGee. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be useful anymore. Can I be honest? Every time yeah. I see LeBron in the Lakers jersey, it hurts me. It does. It's like it, like emotionally it pains. If me. It, when LeBron was on teams that I didn't care about, like the Cavs, it's fun to root for LeBron. But you can't root for LeBron on the Lakers because they're the Lakers. It's it's terrible. Even the Heat, yeah. who, which who I don't didn't like, I didn't hate like the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I hate the Lakers. All right, number six is OKC. I think this team is being totally disrespected and ignored. Like, why are they not clearly the third best team in the West? Russell Westbrook will be injured for the first, like, week of the season, but he'll be mm-hmm. fine. Paul George is the answer of why I said all offseason that every team, the Sixers and everyone else, should have traded for Kawhi. Just because a guy says he's not staying there, you never know. Get him and convince him, you know. Now, it might go the Jimmy Butler route. It might, it might fail spectacularly. Mm-hmm. But those are the risks you have to take to get an all-star. Uh, Paul George, who had a disappointing season, especially the first half of the season, played better in the second half and then was terrible in the playoffs again. But, you know, in theory, he's still the Indiana Pacers, Paul George, not just defensively, but offensively as well. And then Steven Adams, who's a legit center, and there's only like, you know, 10 of those in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they got Dennis Schrader for might, nothing. Like, who knows, might become something. Jeremy Grant, people are excited. Yeah, I, I desperately wanted the Wolves to get Nerlens like two years ago. So yeah. you, you get him for nothing. I don't think you, he's they got be Dennis anything, Schro- but And by the way, they probably have the best bench player in the league in Schroeder. Like Schroeder yeah, they got him for literally nothing. I, I shared some stats. Like, the numbers he put up at his age are things like few players have ever done. Um, yeah. Now, you know, he's seen as a malcontent. He'll like I the think first about how many teams we've, of, we've talked about who Schroeder would not only be a starter, but be their third best player. Their best player. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like seven or eight teams in the league. But again, he was the best player in Atlanta last year, and they won like 20 games. Okay, fine. So, so he shouldn't be the best player. He's not even the best player yeah. at his position. But, you know, yeah. if you put he's going to play with Westbrook and they're going to destroy and Paul George. This team's problem has always been fighting that fifth guy in their starting lineup. I think yeah. that Jeremy Grant is a legit fifth player. I so think Andrew Well, Robeson you're playing Grant with is, Adams and then the two point guards in George. I mean, that could be a nightmare lineup, but I don't know how it works. I think so. I mean, I don't think that Andrew Robertson can be on, on the floor in crunch time. No, I don't think he should be on the floor ever. Like yeah. I don't like I don't think he has any use on an NBA pa- Patrick court. Patterson is like a, is like a backup stretch four. Yeah, he he's also like he's a guy who would have been like Nerlens is a roll of the dice, but you can't expect you're getting anything out of him. And so no. I mean I I think I think you put on Westbrook and shorter. Now the ultimate question is can guys play with Westbrook right because. You know, apparently it's difficult. I mean, listen, Schroeder just got dumped. First of all, he hasn't won. He'll probably be excited to win. And that, you know, so that hopefully like damp, you know, like. Uh, well, he won when he was on the backup on that Atlanta team that was winning 60 games behind Teague and everyone else there. Yeah. But he just came from from a bad situation. Yeah. So he'll probably be excited just to be in the playoffs in the West, play big games every night. I mean, the West, like every there's so few games that are automatic wins. That every game in the West is a playoff game this year. Yeah. Unless you play right, Sacramento. Um, Number five to me, the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, until the Timberwolves completely self-combusted in the last two weeks. Uh, this was my biggest disappointment of the offseason because they went from March to May. They overnight went from like you know a decent team with lots of potential to, holy cow, this team can make the finals this year. Mm-hmm. And then crash and burn in the playoffs, you know, which is fine. They, you know, they lost to a more experienced team. But they their offseason was just a disaster. They literally did not have a GM, right? Mm-hmm. And they made no improvements. They finally signed Elton Brand as a GM. I have no idea how we can conclude whether he'll be good or bad, so I won't make any judgments there. But they made zero improvements to this team whatsoever. And so they don't need to make improvements to be a top five team. I have a number five right now. Well, they're, now, all, they're but, adding the number one pick in last year's draft who, who you know contributed less than nothing last year. And then, but they you need know, him to – in order to improve, other than you know the, the continued gradual improvement of two 23-year-olds yeah. and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. 
Yeah. Then also Darius Ark. Like they they need him to improve because otherwise they didn't add anybody. Yeah, but they but like just general improvements from Simmons and Embiid could make you an NBA Finals team. Like Embiid yeah, but, just played I mean, his first they, full year last year. This team does not Simmons have depth though. Did. Well, the problem right. also is three point shooting. Uh, I discussed with you before the podcast. Yeah. I'm sure this stats been yeah. all over NBA Twitter, but I didn't. I hadn't seen it that they have two starters who are not even. The, I mean, the, you could argue that they're two starting guards, right? Fultz and Simmons, who have never yes. hit a three in their NBA career. Fultz and literally Simmons never are 0 for 12 combined in their career for threes. Yeah, um, that's bananas. Well, look, they're they're zagging when everyone else is zigging. Yeah, so yeah, they should play like three seven footers at the same time. Which I guess they yeah. could almost with Simmons uh, Embiid yeah. if they played like uh, Simmons keeps Muscala growing, yeah. together or something. Uh, or yeah, Muscala's know. dad's got to stay away from Twitter also, by the way. <laughs> that was weird because I feel like they broke that story. Like that, It wasn't like a story and then they got him in trouble. Like They announced it. Yeah, they're preemptively saying, well, because they're being so careful about Twitter now. So they're like, yeah. one of our players' dad is racist on Twitter. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't know why you need to apologize, by the way. It's got nothing to do with you. But yeah, no, The player should apologize. I, the player, I don't think, needs to apologize. He's got no control over his dad. Yeah, but you still got to, you know, when you're in a league that's 80% African-American, you can't have a racist dad. Like, you know, I understand it's crazy. Like, and there's almost no way, like, how could he not have known until now? But like the player can't control like, well, I mean, I'm sure he knew his dad was racist. He just didn't know his dad was being racist on Twitter. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Who's number four? uh, Number four is the Raptors. This is 100% dependent on Kawhi being what he was before his injury. Um, Well, he wasn't injured. It was a pretend injury. <laughs> well, in that case, then the number four is valid. No, I agree. Listen, and again, you go from nine games to playing what he's, you know, probably over 100 games this coming year. Um, Even the better know. news for him, by the way, for the Raptors than Kawhi joining the team, I think, is LeBron going to the Lakers. Because every year they'd win 60 games and then, you know, just crash and burn in the playoffs specifically to LeBron. Well, the Kyle Spurs Lowry is. Spurs wouldn't cla- as crash discussed. and burn to LeBron because they were in opposite. Com- oh, you mean Toronto would win yeah. 60 games? Yeah, Toronto, yeah. Yeah, Kyle um, Lowry is making thirty something million dollars, and again, if he has a good season, he'll be the first thirty-two year old under six foot one or under six foot two to ever do that in the history of the league. Now, so, the, the difference between Lowry and probably everyone you're 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 talking about is that Lowry shoots eight or nine threes a game, where obviously nobody in, in your old ranks yeah. did that because he shoots the most threes. And also, Lowry doesn't have as many minutes on his legs because he wasn't like no, a star. No, and that's very important. By the way, Kawhi needs to not play a lot. Because this team is going to be the one or two or three seed. It needs to not matter to the, you know, like they cannot play, especially because he's coming back from an injury and he's coming back from, from sitting out a season. But like, don't they have to? Because they don't, like, they they need, they're fighting with Boston and Philly. No, who for cares? Seeding. Get, this is, this is what Pop should be teaching everyone. The, get the three seed. It doesn't matter. Don't put an extra thousand minutes of, of legs on your good players just to, to play one extra game at home instead of on the road. The worst this team's going to do is third after Boston and Philly. Who cares if you're the okay. three seed? It doesn't matter. You're talking like Tibbs instead of like Pops. Like it, you should play your star. He should play 60 games and he should play 31 minutes a game. They'll be fine. And then you've got guys like like I mean they they uh, have a bench. Valanciunas they have and, a lot of options. Yeah, on the they bench. have a Danny bench. Green, another OG former Spurs. So along. high on Danny Green, I was actually happy the Spurs got rid of. He'll be a useful bench player because he'll come in, but he hasn't really been able to hit threes anymore. You you have to have a strong organization who does not let him dribble because he's the worst dribbling player in the history of the NBA. That's not a an yeah. exaggeration. Like <laughs> he literally can't dribble, so you need to. Have I a guarantee coach you, he was a better dribbler than every player in the NBA in 1958. <laughs> No, he would have been bad. Danny Green is the only guy currently in the NBA who would have been bad in the old NBA because he, he can only shoot threes. There's a bunch of white guys dribbling up to their waists. It All doesn't right. matter because three there were no threes. What would he have done? He would have been a very good defender. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah he would have destroyed that. In 1958, he would have been MVP. Really Him and player. Bill Russell. So, and, and Pascal, people like, like this is, and, and they have Surge. 
Uh, this is Surge is overrated. Uh, Jonas, yeah, by the way, he, puts up twenty five and sixteen once every like six weeks, and I don't understand why he can't do it more often. Yeah, jo- Jonas is just the Euro Brook Lopez. He has a couple phenomenal playoff games every year, also, and then he'll disappear at other times. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, if he plays seventy games, will run away with the MVP. It won't be close. Um, wow. There's nobody else. Well, no one on the Warriors is going to be able to win it. Uh, you know, Harden is not going to win it. Um, and because uh, uh, he just won it, and they don't like to give it to the people. Again. Well, I think why can't it be Giannis? Yeah, it could. I mean, yeah, if Giannis like goes yeah. to like thirty-five and eighteen, I think. Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, yeah, to me, Giannis is like I, I, the dark. They're the horse. only it, two contenders almost for the MVP. I guess you could say Harden, but I don't think he's going to do it again. I mean, in theory, if Philly wins sixty games, right? It's going to. Well, who's going to be? Like, you'd almost it could be or Simmons to get injured. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's Cat, only one the, candidate on Milwaukee, and there's only one. What if candidate the Timberwolves uh, all kumbaya themselves and they win 50 games? And well, then who's getting it, Jimmy or Cat? Well, I don't know. This and also, the Raptors could so win 62 we... games. You're talking about the yeah, Minnesota why are we even 50. Speculating? All right, number Kawhi's three be the MVP. is Houston. And Kawhi is again. Uh, you know, if Kawhi is Kawhi, he's the only person we've mentioned, and obviously Giannis is, has no parallel in history. Again, if he yeah, but you said Kawhi's going to play 1,800 minutes, so he's not going to be yeah, the MVP if he plays 1,800 minutes. He will, and then Kawhi, uh, also like one of the things about Kawhi is he is so good that he ends games in the third quarter and doesn't have to play the fourth quarter a lot of times. Like that's one of the reasons why he's able to play so low on the Spurs is because when you're beating everybody, and they're going to be doing this in the East, and he's not even used to playing teams this bad, by the way. When you're when he, you're beating everybody by 22 with three minutes to go in the third, when he takes his end of third, beginning of the fourth quarter rest, he never has to come back in. That's one of the that's one of the keys of being like a Spurs or Warriors type team. You should know of such a good team. One time, you'll be able to understand like how elite basketball works because that's how it works. Yeah, watching the Spurs is like going to like grad school for basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, you don't even I, watch I, I your own team play. If Kawhi is 100 percent healthy, he can beat the Warriors. That's how good Kawhi is. With this team, he can beat the Warriors. I'm not saying he will, but he can. My prediction so, is the So Raptors when the, the player play. who you love and have invested all your emotional energy and when he sort of stabs you in the back and goes to another team, yeah. there's still a year or so when you still have that residual feeling about him. You might be angry at him, no, but you I still hope the feel about him. As, his head. I just think he... No, no, like, no, no. no but, I, but, yeah. what I'm saying is as a player in terms of his ability, you are still yeah. at that point where you still think of him as obviously the absurd things that you thought about him when he was on the Spurs. Mm-hmm. A year from now, you will say, he's a good player. He's a top 10 player. He's nothing special. And then no, you'll make not. fun of yourself... Listen, yeah, the last game he played where he was healthy, he was ending Again, James Harden's life. James Harden was the MVP you are last in, year. You are in the throws right now. Go, I'm telling can, you how you'll you, feel Can I give you homework? Now. Go watch game five of the Spurs Rockets, the last okay. game he's played, basically, because uh, he okay. never came back. Uh, for when Kevin game. Love got traded, and I'm not saying Kevin Love is good, as good as Kawhi. Game, but Kev, five, but game Kevin five Love, of the Spurs Rockets, and then watch him single-handedly okay. beat the Golden State Warriors for three quarters. They were up by 25 okay. in Golden State when All he right. gets hurt. Okay. It's all Kawhi. Again, I'm not saying Kevin Love is as good as Kawhi, but Kevin Love was Kevin a top Love, 10 player. Kevin Love, argu- yeah, by the way, how many arguably NBA a top MVPs five player Kevin Love have? Who put up 26 and 14 How many NBA Finals MVPs does Kevin Love have? How many back-to-back defensive players do you have? And the first year, the first year he got traded to Cleveland, I was still all year convinced, no, he's the you same guy. You still think Kevin Love's good. You still, no, in the summer, were trying to convince me. So I agree. You're, you're, no, for you're, fantasy. No, for no, fantasy. No, you still think he's great. You still think Kevin Love is useful. First of all, I hated Kevin Love when he was on the Timberwolves. I always said he all only cared about his own stats. Listen, if Kawhi, if Kawhi is healthy this year, if LeBron slips, right. then Kawhi is the best player in the NBA. All right, okay. Ka- Kawhi could not hold Giannis's jock. Okay, that's insane. Anyway, okay. he literally right. will hold it while he while he <laughs> freaking blocks all of his shots. 
<laughs> but the, right, the Kawhi matchup is going to be amazing. Number three, the Houston Rockets. If if Chris Paul doesn't get injured in Game Seven, who knows what they do against Golden State? But you know what? That's what happens when you're five foot ten and you're thirty three years old. So uh, it's bad news for the Rockets. I think their window is passed. They should, and nobody has talked about this at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why the Rockets don't offer the Timberwolves Chris Paul for Jimmy Butler. Wow. Who says no? I think You know who would absolutely do it? Tibbs would do it because Tibbs would do that because he's an idiot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would love that. Do you give, him, you give them And by the way, maybe. the Timberwolves for one year would be a really fun, exciting team and could win 50 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston would become better in the long run, right? Chris Paul yeah. is, is – and also would make no steps back in the short run. I, to me, if I'm Houston, I offer that. Put James Harden back at point. Right. Mm-hmm. Why is no one discussing that? Everyone's talking about like secondary pieces that Houston should offer the Wolves. I don't think Houston you know, will like, break up like, the team though, like Eric Gordon or something. Clint Capella, uh, man, my Butler Clint and Harden Capella, would be everybody, a nightmare. Everybody knows my feelings. Yeah, everybody knows my feelings for Clint Capella. Um, yeah, but um, people on the street, he did not get paid in the offseason, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that he would leave. I thought he, they wouldn't be able to afford him, but you know he didn't get paid. A little bit, he was exposed again. Golden State exposes all these big guys because you don't need to play a center against Golden State. Well, Capella is going to be the big man, and that, then they're going to play Harden, Gordon, and Paul at the same time. Who's the fifth guy in crunch time? And how hilarious would it be if it's Carmelo? No, I mean I still think it's PJ Tucker. I mean t- Tucker and Capella together. Like Tucker can play defense, but it's, that you got you well, know who's. Tucker and Carmelo are the same guy. They can both, you know. That's they're, fine. They're so then, but then Harden is just fours. going ISO, or you know, either Paul's gonna hold the ball for twenty seconds, pass to Harden, or Harden's going ISO and just chucking up a shot. Yeah, it's the same garbage we saw them do last year and the yeah. year before. The, yeah, I, like so, that's doing. fine. You can actually play two big men if you have Harden and Paul, because uh, like there's it's, no one else is touching the ball. And then Gordon yeah, will take. No a one's shot talking about out. this, but I really think it should be Chris Paul for Jimmy. Butler. I do think because they're be so good, I think they'll just like they'll have games where they'll let Carmelo just come on the floor against the backups. And and shoot like twenty times in the second quarter, and go for like three for twenty, but hit three threes yeah. and be like, I had nine points in the second quarter. Uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't sure why they signed Carmelo, but you know whatever. All right, uh, speaking of Butler, uh, former Butler star Gordon Hayward and the Boston Celtics are number two. Did you know Gordon Hayward is a big Trump guy? Did you like? Did you know that? It doesn't surprise me because all white athletes are. Did you see the clip of him uh, finding out that he was having a girl? He already has two girls, and he's like visibly yeah, I saw distraught. That. Yeah. Is that was that the clip of you when you found out you were having your third son, or no? Because you hate women, you didn't want to have a girl. <laughs> no, I'm not an asshole either way. I, I mean, I don't really care about. It. We live in a post-gender but, society. Well, I, I mean, because I had two two girls, and obviously I was very excited when I when I had a son, first son born in my family, and like since me. Um, for your fourth kid, if you find out it's a guy, you're going to be okay. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'd rather be a girl, but in yeah. the long run, does it really matter? I think it's good. Right, you uh, you, you have to team up on your wife also, though. Like, if it's just guys, I think it's your only chance long term. <laughs> it's our only chance. <laughs> all right. So uh, this all is right, like the best starting five I've ever seen. Kyrie, Jalen Brown. Gordon well, I don't Edward, even know what Tatum their starting five is. We don't know how it's going to work. These guys all play the same position, right? Yeah, but if it's Kyrie, if it's Kyrie, the two young guys, Hayward and Horford, and I don't think there's any of those guys. You could bench Jalen Brown if you want, but all the other guys are, are all-stars who you cannot bench. It would be insane. Um and then Rogier, Smart, Morris, Baines. I mean, uh, Rogier and Smart sh- could Rogier, based on how he played after Kyrie went down, should be a starting point guard in this I, league. And I, he's a third string point I'm guard. I'm right not now. as high as on Rogier as other people. Like I, I do think the bloom will come. up. I'm not high on Jalen Brown. I, I don't think he's that good. But like, um, listen, look, when when the Cavs are like, okay, let's play defense. Rogier goes over ten for three. You know, like yeah. 
uh, R- Rozier had a three for fifteen game against. Yeah, the but the point is that when Kyrie rests fifteen games a year, Rozier can put up eighteen and seven and easily in his stead. Against, Rozier you know, is a backup. The, the, the Clippers. He, he has not shot forty percent from the floor in an NBA season yet. He's he's a nice guy, but he's right. a backup. But but what I do want to know is how are they going to play Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward at the same time? And why did this team not trade for Kawhi? I don't know. Them yeah. Well, that, I mean, obviously, I, I, mean, I was yelling about that because in hindsight, yeah. they could have got him for Jalen Brown because I was yelling about yeah. Tatum. And obviously, the Celtics wouldn't have done that, even though yeah. if you had the Kawhi knowledge that I have. Now, Jalen Brown is 21 years old. Yeah. And Kawhi Leonard is like 26 and, and is immortal. <laughs> He's getting better. as <laughs> It's LeBron, then yeah. uh, Kawhi, and then Jordan. Then Jordan. One, two, three. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um okay. Do you think Jordan ever like uh, hit a three, stole the ball from Harden, like dunked on his head in like a in like a twenty second span? <laughs> I don't think he ever did that to James yeah. Harden. All right, so Kawhi's better. All right, and then number one, the team that's going to win the finals, and yeah. the reason we just wasted the last hour, the Golden State Warriors. Now, I almost want Cousins to play because part of you is like, well, I want the finals to be competitive and maybe like. Oh Draymond no, I agree or, with you. I want it to be a joke. Maybe I want Draymond or Clay Thompson gets. Gets injured, and then it's like, well, you know, then the the Celtics or the or the Sixers or the Raptors or the Bucks talk themselves into having a chance. No, I want to see like I want to see the super lineup with Cousins, Green, Durant, Clay, and and Curry, uh, and like Iguodala taking all the credit as the sixth man playing three minutes a game. Um, I I think like by the way, Iguodala is going to be in the Hall of Fame one uh, like, and we're going to be vomiting about it in ten years. Do you agree? Well, I mean, he stole an NBA Finals MVP from from LeBron, so yeah. who knows. Yeah. And like also we've got like the Jordan basketball Bell hall of fame is such a mess. Really good. Um, they have Livingston. Yeah, well, honestly, why are we talking about this? They're going to win the finals. Done. What is there a scenario like? Oh, how about this? If Durant missed the season, you admit they're not a lock to win the finals, right? I mean, before they had Durant, they had, were the best team of all time. So I know, I'm not I know, sure about but that. but I'm just like the other teams have. A yeah, team. they've lost some of their depth. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. and and Clay's not getting better. But the fact that we have to think about whether or not they would be a lock to win the finals if they lost the second-best player in the NBA. Yeah, the, the third-best player in the NBA is crazy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fine. Yeah. Kawhi, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that you know, that's the problem right. with so, the NBA. Uh, so I have Golden State over over Toronto. Who do you have? Now, I should have really trolled <laughs> into Toronto over Golden State. But, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to be for Giannis what you're being for Kawhi because Giannis is a joy to watch, especially when you're him a fantasy. So I'll say the Bucks are going to cause, but no, but yeah. Honestly, I think it's probably going to be the Celtics. I just have a lot of faith in Brad Stevens, so I think it's probably going to be the Celtics. I don't think the Raptors are going to make it in the playoffs. I think that Lowry's going to be done. And yeah, it's possible. That is possible. Okay. All right, dude. Bye. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.